1: Hey guys, brand new podcast, and I am back on tour Friday, June 19th, Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live, the 21st in San Antonio, Texas at Laugh Out Loud Comedy Clubs. These are all socially monitored, socially distant, uh, lower capacity due to the CDC regulation, but don't worry. We are doing the tour. These are in comedy clubs. And then by the way, I will let you know we are doing some in drive-in movie theaters on the 30th of June in Birmingham, Alabama at the Stardome Comedy Club and then on June 24th, Charlotte, North Carolina at Hound's Drive-In. That is at a drive-in movie theater. There will be a four-camera shoot shooting everything. Uh, it'll be up on the big screen. We are traveling with our own stage so I will be in front of the big screen. You're going to have your own little place to park your car, pull your stuff out, your <laughs> put up your your all your fun tour, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. All the stuff that you would bring to a tailgate. You can do that and enjoy the show it should be a fucking we're gonna film all of this the 25th i'm in greenville north carolina at the comedy zone 26th i'm in indianapolis two shows at tibbs drive-in one another drive-in movie theater des moines iowa on the 27th at the funny bone who at least you get ready i'm coming baby uh the 28th in tulsa oklahoma at admiral twin drive-in the 29th in oklahoma city oklahoma bricktown comedy club july 1st fort collins colorado Holiday twin drive-in, two shows, Thursday, July 2nd, Salt Lake City, Utah at Wise Guys. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot wait to get on the road. So get your tickets. Go to burburbur.com. We got new merch in the merch store. We got the GMK, uh, uh, GMK Notorious B.I.G. shirt. That's George and my daughter. Well, it's from the joke she had where her name, it was street, uh, say street names. And she said, they start with the letter N. And she said, Notorious B.I.G. They so got that in there. We will have hot summer nights comedy. God damn it, Bert. Stop promoting stuff and get to the podcast. I know. I know, guys. Don't forget. This is how I pay the bills. I haven't been on tour for a while. All right? I love you. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting all the podcasts. New Bill Burt will be out next week. New Two Bears, One Cave is out right now. It is a great fucking episode. I just listened to it uh, on the treadmill. It's weird that I listen to my own podcast, but I can giggle at my own self. All right. Today's podcast is with my buddy, Mark Norman. You all know Mark Norman. You love him. He murders every time he's on Rogan. He has a new special out on YouTube, Out to Lunch. Full special. It is at 1.4 million views right now, and it is four weeks old. It is hilarious. Mark is an amazing comedian and, quite, quite honestly, a better podcast guest. He's an amazing podcast guest, but, God damn it, he's a great comedian. I love touring with him. Hopefully, he's going to come down to North Carolina with us and go across country with us for the road trip. Um, but, yeah, so go check out his special. Check out he's got a, a, a podcast with Joe List called Tuesday with Stories and follow him on all social media, social media. He is absolutely hilarious. I love him. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my buddy, stand up comedian, Mark Norman.
0: This is the podcast. Wait, where are you? I'm on the steps of a synagogue. <laughs> you look like I've been the, doing all of them like this. You look like an, the invisible man. I know, right? <laughs> I feel that way from the networks. Hey, hey. Are we recording? We're recording. Oh, okay. I wanted to get that gag in. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. What Are you growing your hair out? I mean, I, I'm not on purpose. I got no haircut guy. I look like a fucking uh, weird homeless runaway.
1: It looks good. To keep growing it out. You got one last run of growing your hair
0: fucking long as shit. That's true. It's thinning when it's wet. I look like a sweaty rabbi. You can see some real <laughs> scalp. It's not pretty. You write any jokes this morning? I've got five, uh, four or five on Twitter already. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, see, I'm, 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 anything, anything I
1: write good, I don't put on Twitter because I'm oh, writing really? a little right now. Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah, well, I like to have a time stamp on it. You know, like now if some kid does it in 2023, I go, hey, I tweeted that during Corona. Look at that. It's on Twitter. Ooh, That's not a bad idea.
1: These are the ones I wrote. The one I wrote this morning, I wrote, uh, after I've been drinking, I smell like morning piss. Morning piss. All right. So ag- I, but the whole thing for there, the joke in that, is that I, morning piss is a really aggressive smell. And then I had yes. a couple... I got a couple of piss jokes. Uh, we were texting last night with uh, Rogan, me and Tom and Ari about uh, vitamin intake. And I've upped uh, my vitamin intake to six hundred and eighty IUs of uh, of vitamin D. And Rogan's like, that's not enough. And I wrote back, my piss looks like Takashi 69.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about then, for the morning? What about for the morning piss if you tag it? I smell like morning piss and, you, and then I go, and then I look down and it was my mattress. <laughs> Some kind of tag on it yeah, to make yeah. it real.
1: And then, uh, and the last one I wrote is I have a gubernatorial last name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, like the name
1: I like the word gubernatorial. Gu- Great gu- word. Gubernatorial. How do you say that? Gubernatorial? Gubernatorial. Yeah. Gubernatorial.
0: So. Yeah. Your last name looks like it'll be at a headline for a scandal.
1: My I I used to when I did Latino clubs in Miami, I'd say my my last name sounds like a hate crime.
0: <laughs> it does, yeah, or a slur.
1: A slur, I mean, you just Say it with too much of an accent, and Jews go, ooh,
0: right. <laughs> I know it's got that <laughs> that, that anti-Semitic harsher. So I yeah, said. I've got I've got a, one of mine was a, I've gone from being a killer whale to an orca with a collapsed dorsal fin because I can't get it up. <laughs> Uh, my Wi-Fi said, hey, your connection is weak. I said, you have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, these jokes, it's all I have. I'm so scared of losing my fastball out here. I mean, comedy, without comedy, I got a mediocre penis, a bad haircut, and an Adam's apple, and connected earlobes. That's all I have. Jim Jim
1: Gaffigan uh, tweeted out today, I wonder how much I wonder how much weight whales have gained during quarantine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he's laugh. the
1: king. King he, of fat jokes. God man, he's I remember I remember watching him do the bit about uh about um manatees.
0: Oh. Like, oh god. C- I remember watching Sea Cow. Sea Cow. Really? You saw yeah. them in clubs? Wow. I saw them clubs, yeah. That's one of the beautiful things about New York is like I see Gavkin pop in and he literally has a binder a fucking three ring binder and he'll open it up. And he's like, all right, here's my chunk on pianos and it'll be every angle of a piano. He'll tap into it. And it's amazing. He hits, he'll do like 20 minutes on pianos and he he probably keeps six of it, but it's all killer.
1: It's interesting. I never really write like that where I go today. I'm right. Like, like going golf clubs. Here we go. I'm doing golf clubs today. Yeah. Because I think my brain's a little more frenetic where I'm like golf clubs. And then I go, Ooh, look at my bike. And then all of a sudden I'm off, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's uh he's a, he, he has a topic and he minds it. And I think if you're a clean comic, it's probably a good way to work. Cause you're like, I can't talk about pussy. I can't talk about jizz farting, you know, Puerto Ricans. Like he's got to talk about bikes and <laughs> dogs. You know, what's interesting. I, I want to hang on. I'm going to write stuff
1: down. Cause I want to talk to you about certain stuff. Hold on. All right. Uh, You must be wiped, huh? This is what, your third one today? Yeah. Wait. Uh hold on. What were we just talking about? Oh, 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 tagging. I want to talk to you about New York, but I want to talk to you about tagging. Um, so like one of the things I loved was Ralphie used to do it, is he would over fucking tag a bit. He would say, Mm -hmm. that looks like Dot, 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 dot. You don't want a dot, 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 Because then you're like, it was so brilliant. I loved it. He had a joke about big dicks. He goes, ladies, you don't want a big dick. You want a medium dick. You don't want some dick leaving your pussy like a horse reaching, horse's lips reaching for a sugar cube. You don't want your dick. And it was like, but it was like so great. And so this last special I did, by the way, i gave you a credit in the thank yous.
0: Oh, Um, I watched it. It was great. That Starbucks chunk is – that's, like, legendary. That's going to go down in the history as as one of the best chunks.
1: You know how to talk to my ego. And so uh, the the, – Seriously. One of the the things I did in it is I would over-tag bits because I loved when Ralphie did it. And Tony Hernandez was like, I feel like just tell the best one and then leave it at that. And I was like – And I was like, it's interesting because in a special, you do want to just – get, you want to, you want to move things forward. You want to yes. keep going forward. You don't want to like stay too stagnant on one thing. And, and I was wondering, do you, do you, when you, do you look at like other comics and go, God, I love what that guy does. I want a little bit of that in my act.
0: Uh, yeah, completely. I, I, I always look at other comics and go, I wish I was that. Sorry about the cops here It's fine. coming at me, but uh, yeah, I go, I wish I was that and I can't do that, but. The, the, the triple quadruple tagging is not for me. I I do a bit. I want to get in and get out like a robbery.
1: Yeah. I I've, I I'm obsessed with finding the stuff I love and looking for the stuff I love and then finding myself like it's a fun way to write and to challenge yourself. Like I, I to this day I'm obsessed with um this new bit I have about uh I might have told it a little bit but about uh do, going to a wine raffle and winning 11 of the 12 prizes, but I'm obsessed with the Sebastian-esque of it, of walking from one side of the stage to the other, and then all the little things you can do in the walk, you know?
0: Ah, yes, yes. I know I don't have any of that. The only negative stuff I got on my special is like, funny guy, good writing, but I could use some more act out. And I think they're right. I I don't move at all. And there's a lot of jokes in the little things. Like, if you're going to mind the tags, why not mind the physical?
1: Seinfeld was the one that changed my mind on that. Yes. Same. He yelled at me about like, it. Yeah. He was like, if you can add another laugh by going, why not go, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He had a joke where he said he moved his left hand once instead of his right. And it changed everything. And he's like, I don't know what, what the difference is, but they got a bigger laugh. So I'm sticking with it.
1: Yeah. He, um, he, wait, did you talk to
0: him before you shot the special? Did you talk to him? Did he see that set? Uh, no, he only saw 15 minutes I would do to open for him, and but I'm too scared to bug him. So I don't want to be like, hey, what do you think of this? Is this a dumb idea? So I, I got a bit of a talking to from him about how stiff I was. And I think he was right. Yeah, but you know, it's so funny.
1: It's I feel like sometimes, our, by the way, all I can focus on is how
0: the birds have taken back New York. Oh, the raccoons, the birds, the Puerto Ricans—it's crazy. Everybody's, uh, everybody's. I went to Central Park. There's raccoons just walking on the on the walkways. It's crazy. There's condors and shit. It's nuts out here.
1: What's what's irresponsible sometimes with comics is sometimes we older comics I'll say that or successful comics they will give you uh, notes that are basically how they would do it, and you're like, yeah. And you're like, I know, I understand how you would do it. I get it. Like, I'm doing it my way.
0: Right, right. And he's, he's a brilliant guy, and I'm a huge fan, and he's a hero. But we're different people. And, like, I have notes I would give you about your set. I'm not going to do it, but, uh, you know, we all have our opinions. But he's on the Mount Olympus, and he can, you know, if he talks, I'm going to listen. So I took it all in, and you take what you want and throw away the rest.
1: What are, how, many,
0: how many views are you at right now? Did you look today? I'm almost at 600k, so I hope we get to. Holy it's only been shit. two two days and change, so I hope we get to a million by like I don't know four days would be great. A million?
1: How many has, has anything? Let's check your Google Trends. Have you checked your Google Trends yet? Oh,
0: I haven't. I, I forgot all about it. But yeah, give it a give it a Goog. Give Good it call. A Goog. I forgot all about it, and I got to tell you, I've already gotten offers. I'm getting agents up my ass. I feel like a hot chick on Tinder. I'm getting dick pics. I'm getting all kinds of buzz. Well, wait well, this is till the best this, decision I ever made. Wait
1: till don't get signed with an agent until this airs cuz people hear this, you you
0: got you're you are you have nothing. No agent, no manager right now, right? My agent got fired and my manager quit the business. I don't know what he flew the coop. He's out. So crazy timing.
1: It's the best it's the best fucking timing. I know it's I don't have to give timing. that 10%. <laughs> <laughs> what uh let's see. Let's go past 12 months. Ooh, nice little bump mark. Oh, really? Yeah. All the right. um the I'm curious what happened. I love when you look at people's Google Trends and you go, "Hey, just out of curiosity, what happened in 2000 and <laughs> what's this date? What happened in 2019 in September October?"
0: Uh, ooh. Oh, I think I opened for Seinfeld, and yeah, I don't know. It's maybe I, I did Rogan.
1: Is that, when the, is that your first Rogan appearance?
0: That was my second, but the second one I think did a little better.
1: Wait, what when, when was February, 20, February 2nd, uh, 2020?
0: Uh, wow, what was that? That was recent.
1: Were you on Rogan in February?
0: Oh, I was. Yeah, yeah, that was the second one. You're right. That was the first one back then, and the second one was on February.
1: Well, I'll tell you, you're getting a bump right now, but it's not like your first Rogan appearance. Holy (laughs) shit!
0: (laughs) Well, I got to get back on there. That that bald bastard. He retweeted me, and I think that really saved me.
1: God, man, that is a huge fucking. That was a huge appearance for you. That was like, but it was it was so you who you are. Like that's the other thing is like going back to that getting notes from comics about how to do it their way. Like you just did it your way and without. Without any fucking thumbprint of anything other than hungover, still in your clothes from last night. And that is, right. who, that's when you're your funniest, is that hungover, didn't get any sleep, you're in the
0: van and you're right. just telling a story. <laughs> that's so true. And I don't want to trigger any uh, bad memories for you, but before I did, I called Ari and I was like, uh, should I do this? Should I sit? He goes, you're already overthinking it. Just go in there, do whatever you want, be yourself and you'll be better. If you try to plan this and, story build it up you're gonna ruin it just go in there loose and Don't i know it's good advice it. yeah yeah and then it went pretty well but i did prepare a little like i was like what's every cool story what's every you know backstory you have like your history your your origin get all that shit ready i didn't want to be in there going oh yeah what was that let me think about that you know it was all all locked and loaded but it's
1: it's interesting what i think when it's the the longer the more you do rogan the less prepared you go in because you're like you're like well i've I've literally talked to everything everything i could talk to him about and i don't know uh i know that there's issues like now it's like almost like you go in sometimes damage control you're like okay my buddy drugged me
0: how am i gonna handle this right (laughs) right yeah (laughs) and one of the best rogans i ever saw was it was tom segura and joey diaz and those guys are great on their own but they just somehow naturally got into this uh, – what was that shootout in L.A.? Uh, it was like a big shootout where they tried to yep. bank – these guys tried to rob a bank. North Hollywood caught. bank
1: robbery yes. on, on Victory in Laurel Canyon.
0: Somehow that came up, and it was riveting, and it was like amazing. It was so long. It's got like 9 million views now. So, uh, yeah, go check that out. But that's, that's the key it's just to slip into that warm bath of good conversation.
1: If you can find a good conversation – the last time I did Rogan was probably – one of the funnest times recently for me to do it. I feel like every time I've done Rogan, well, I take that back. Those sober October recaps were a blast, but, um, Oh
0: yeah, those are killer. And all all you guys in the room is magic.
1: It's fun. It's fun when everyone's in the room, but doing it the last time I did it, we had a really good time, but it was right when coronavirus kind of hit. So it was like, they just didn't shelter in place. It was the next week. Yeah. And I was sober and I, and I drank anyway. (laughs)
0: <laughs> sounds about right i see a pattern with you but by the way you called me out as i i was hanging the whole time in europe what are you kidding when did i say that you were like oh he got addicted to ambien oh. he couldn't i drank him out of the table oh, yeah, the first yeah, yeah, yeah. day first of all you himself. did get
1: addicted to ambien and well, that's second true. of all
0: and second of all you,
1: you didn't you didn't drink you didn't drink when i was drinking which was <laughs> in the mornings yeah. at airports
0: <laughs> yeah you were guzzling uh Fucking uh, Budweisers at the the Copenhagen airport at nine a.m. Then you gagged in your own mouth at the uh, in the airport bar. Oh man! Then we we get on we had an hour oh, flight. You you're down to six Heinekens on the flight. I was oh. like, I didn't know they had this many and that tin can we were up in the air in.
1: Oh, that was so fucking funny! Is I, <laughs> the best is I was drinking that beer and I was about to throw up in my mouth and you watched all of it, but I didn't think you saw it. And then we get done and I was like. <laughs> That was a close one, and you're like, "No shit!" I thought you were gonna throw
0: <laughs> up on that guy. I know. We were talking to some weird local guy in the airport, and he was trying to make chit chat. Bert's uh, dry heaving on a bar you got stool.
1: A, you got a mint. You got a mint. <laughs> that, by the way, that guy that you witnessed almost throw up in their mouth—that me—that is the
0: the most honest version of me you will ever see. <laughs> right? Yeah. You, you had a tear in one eye and. Uh, you had a little puke dribble on your, on your chin. Oh, that was a tough. And you're like, I'm scared of flying. I'm like, no, I think you're you have a problem with alcohol. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> your shirt was off. It was crazy. Oh
1: God. Have you been partying at all in New York? You've been sober.
0: I've been cooling it down, but there's a few. I'm doing shrooms tomorrow. It's on the schedule. Uh, I've been drinking like crazy. I just, you know, you're so bored. You got so much free time. I'll, I'll have a whiskey. And then before you know it, you finish the bottle because you're just sitting there and your glass is empty and mm-hmm. uh, Castaway's still on. So you're like, yeah, fucking," You have half a bottle.
1: Yeah, I've been fucking, I, w- I haven't been partying as much. But uh, but Leanne yeah, just, just said, I, I haven't been par- par- partying at all. I haven't drank in like. Fifty eight days out of no fifty six days out of sixty two or something.
0: Wow. Good for you, man. Yeah. Well, what's the point? You know, this is the worst time to do it. You can't really celebrate anything. You can't really hang out with your friends. You don't want to get Zoom drunk. That's the saddest thing ever.
1: Zoom <laughs> Drunk. By the way, I've done that's two of the time, two of the six times I've drank was on Zoom. I do these happy hours where I let like a thousand people on Zoom and we just all drink. Yeah. And, and every one of them has ended beautifully of me sitting in this room, listening to music, Googling shit that you only Google drunk.
0: <laughs> that is kind of nice. I've done that. You go on a YouTube wormhole or you're just looking at a chick's Instagram for an hour and a half. And, oh yeah, you got a good buzz going. You got music playing. That's nothing. Oh. You go to a magical place. I've been there.
1: I went uh, last week. The girls saw that I was drinking. They came in. They're like, were you drinking? Which is, I mean, so bizarre for me to drink during this whole uh, quarantine. So they yeah. they were like, have you been drinking? And I was like, oh, yeah, I did a Zoom happy hour. And they're like, oh. They're like, hey, we were thinking we should get refrigerators for our room because they saw us drinking. And I was like, that's a fucking
0: great idea. <laughs> yeah, and you can order anything. You know, It's not like oh. there's a breathalyzer on Amazon.
1: Yeah, and there should be because I fucking ordered two Tyrion Lannister-sized Fucking refrigerator. <laughs> Ooh, that's going in the book. That's put that's in the book. book. Yes. Yeah. We're writing, folks. Um, that's a that big head on that fridge. That was, the, <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part of touring with you that I don't think, that I think people will get from watching your stand-up, but I don't think enough people get is like, you inspired me to write. Like, I, I think I get into this place where I'm like, get the hour together, then work the hour, and then kind of, punch up that hour but man we were writing like just just punching up jokes and taking jokes and it was your brain is nonstop about material
0: it's nonstop, but well because a half of the jokes i come up with don't work so i got to keep coming up with you know eight two out of ten work so i got to keep coming up with them also you guys have such long bits like you and bill burr and rogan you guys will stretch out a whole topic and like Starbucks is what, eight minutes, seven minutes. Yeah. So I feel like mine are so short. So I got to come up with more quicker. It's like a conveyor belt. I got to keep them coming because each one I do a last 32 seconds, you know,
1: do you think you'll change? Do you think you'll change styles into less setup punch, less joke and go and like end up doing stories or doing more? Do you think you'll see yourself going in that direction? Or do you kind of go like, I, this is what I really love. Like a tell's never going to change.
0: Right. Right. True. Yeah. I, I think you, I think you might be right. Cause I'm too much of a coward to do a story. Like I heard your last podcast with Burr and he was saying how these comics need to learn how to pause like Richard Pryor, but they're too scared because it's it, that silence is terrifying and you have to fail so many times. And I don't know if I have it in me. I like the quick ones cause I'm in and out and it's, it's a laugh a minute and I can, my insecurity is, is lower.
1: But it's crazy because your stories when you tell a story like uh like I don't know if you I won't share the story but it was one of my favorite stories ever is uh like <laughs> oh, yeah. you know which one I'm talking well, about well that was so also they,
0: in real time too that was the next day
1: yeah that was the fucking I was howling laughing but you, but <laughs> the thing is you have a so I played you know Joe Zimmerman Yeah I love Joe Zimmerman so I played uh Isla had to um had a class in, I'm, I'm going to try not to lose my track of thought here. Isla right. had to learn about Andrew Jackson. And uh-huh. so I said to Leanne, Leanne asked me if I would do it. And I said to Leanne, I, of course I will. And so instead I, I we had to drive out of Georgia school. So we listened to Joe Zimmerman's joke about Andrew Jackson. Great And then, joke. I, listened, and then I listened to a Reggie Watts Rogan podcast about Andrew Jackson. And uh, then I listened to a seven-minute podcast explaining everything you need to know about the War of 1812 and Andrew Jackson and the Trail of Tears, and yeah, so yeah. and so I was like, I got it. But and a well, good way, dad, yeah. Well, Leanne sat with George Isla to take the test, and I, and Leanne goes, "So what did Dad teach you about Andrew Jackson?" And Isla parroted Rogan, "Fucking two teenagers. She goes, "Mom, <laughs> he was a fucking savage." <laughs> 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 he but, was. But, but what's interesting, and this is my compliment to you, is that like, Georgia and Isla both said, God, I love the way this guy talks. They were talking about Joe Zimmerman. Yeah. I love the way this guy talks. And I said, really? And I thought, to myself, I was like, Ooh, you know what I love? I love the way Bargazzi talks. Like, yes. when he does is the way he just, he doesn't even have to have that much of a tag to something. He can just go, I thought that's what we always did. And, yes. And you're fucking on the ground. It's such a simplistic way to tell comedy but it's you have that too and and i, I was like and i was like i was thinking to this i was like well, i wish i could add that to my act but i don't have to. i'm sure i do it i just don't know i do it but you do it when the way you can just go like oh and then and like and then mm. you you can take a story and level it with just your authentic like the way you talk and so, right. so like, I and when you tell stories, you write so many fucking jokes inside a story that I go, I wish I could tell a story with that many punchlines. I wish I could look at a story and go, like the time you guys gotten hit in the run, gotten the hit and run, and then
0: fucking right guy got stabbed or whatever. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, I, I appreciate it, but it, it's I, you know that you know you see a guy in a fist fight and he's winning the fight, but he's just throwing crazy haymakers out of fear. That's yeah. me. I feel like every line's got to be a haymaker. I'm gonna lose. And you guys, I think, look more professional in a way because you're just like, you're, you're getting laughs, but you're just so much more relaxed. Whereas I'm like, so that's how I feel. And I, I don't know if I can keep it up for the rest of my comedy career. It's a lot of work. Do you ever
1: think where, where comedy is going right now? its I don't think it'll be in, I mean, do you think, when do you think it'll start back up in New York? This is transitioning to a somewhere.
0: I mean, the the beginning will probably be September if we're lucky, and then it's going to take months before it actually comes back to normal. You know, it's going to be like a, people are nervous to go out. There's going to be 25 percent capacity, all that bullshit. So to come back to normal, we might be looking at February or something,
1: or Christmas. You, are you thinking about bouncing to one of these, for lack of better words, red states where they've opened up boundaries and just getting on stage every night?
0: Yes, completely. I, I uh, I've got a good offer. I can't. Uh, divulge it right now but uh well yeah
1: have you, have you thought are you are you talking about like an a touring offer
0: no no a big uh taping
1: oh really yeah i'll tell you later yeah please the um but it's it's like have you thought about like d- bouncing down to say florida or Al- atlanta or omaha texas? just kind of yeah texas and yeah just- totally
0: that's what I'm saying. I'm really considering it because I I just want to run it. Like I, I did a Zoom the other day and it was soul crushing because I couldn't even remember my own act and I wanted to kill myself. I felt like I was a basketball player who couldn't dribble. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, "Hold on, I'll get it." And I couldn't remember it. It's my act. I've done a million times. It was it killed me.
1: Yeah, it's. I, I, I wish I didn't have a fam. That's a, not. I, let me take that back. <laughs> let me take that back. Let me let me never drive. put that out there. But it was. (laughs) I I wish the girls would let me move to Austin or somewhere that was had like a a stage.
0: Yeah.
1: Or like even or Omaha.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you you, you'd be a star there because they're like, oh, Bert Kreischer's here. Let's you you sell out a ton of shows. Also, because they can only fit fifty people in a show anyway. Do spread them out. Do every night.
1: Get Larry the cable guy in. Right spots have you know local guys would drive around from all parts of the country and do spots and just do like an open mic every night do it at 20 percent capacity or 50 percent capacity so you're selling out every
0: fucking night yes completely and because it's gonna take us so long like we're, we're it's like we're boxers and we've been just eating lean cuisines and watching roseanne all year and now we're gonna go back and fight it's gonna be hideous we're gonna be shit
1: yeah I, I, we, I, i've been texting with friends about like what are when? When is it going to start back up again? What are we going to do? And then you know, there's so many crazy offers out there of like, yeah. of like, wh- where do you go in the meantime? Like, when will touring pick up?
0: Right, right. Yeah, it's tough. I'm so lucky. I put this special in the can in January. It was like you on a whim We're like, I was, so
1: was, fucking
0: lucky. So lucky. And I mean, I hate to be a cum guzzler, but uh, if there's a pandemic going on, shit, I'll put it out. You know. Let's, let's put it out now. People can't leave. It's like they're trapped.
1: Yeah. Well, so what was the, did, was there a thought process of shoot it and then try to sell it as opposed to putting it on YouTube?
0: Of course. Yeah. I was like, I think I got a pretty good shot. I'm getting some some steam here, like two Rogans. I was finally selling out all my shows and, you know, I've never been successful. So I was like, this is pretty big for me. So this will help. And still nothing. And they basically said, if you're a, if you're a guy who looks like you, you gotta be a theater guy. That's where we're going. And I get it. They're on the Seinfeld, the Ellens. You know, these are heavy hitters.
1: Oh, not a, you mean like performing in theaters, not like a like a theater guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want you Gotta Brown remember, Fantasy. bro. I'm from the
1: fucking '80s and '90s. I'm a meathead. <laughs> right, right.
0: Yeah, they don't want they don't want uh, that guy. They want they don't want Hamilton. They want Dalia. So, uh, so I'm not that guy. And so they said, no, thanks, but maybe we'll be in touch with a half hour or something. And I said, Hey, all right. And so I said, fuck it. Let's put it out. And people are at home. Let's put it out now. Cause Sam did it and had a lot of success with it, but he did it when the world was normal. At least I had the pandemic.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Thank God. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's why I feel like a douche saying it, but it, you know, it helps. No, I'm dude.
1: My special came out. The second stay at home orders
0: passed. That's right, and it's like free press. You don't even have to do as much press because you already have the people stuck at home needing content.
1: I didn't do any press. I didn't do wow a press at all.
0: And it, you killed it. I kept seeing, you know, Netflix as like the top ten. You kept being in that for a while. Yeah, it
1: was, and then Segura was the next week, and I think that helped. And then yeah. Leo was like two weeks, and I think that helped. And, yes. I, and and you, but I did no press. I did Rogan, and that's
0: it, really. Wow. So. Uh, it must be a little bit of a bummer because I have the ability to see the literal views ticking up and I have, you know, comments coming in. I have, I can see the algorithm on YouTube, the analytics. You have none of that. You're in the dark.
1: No, I do.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, is that a new thing or you, you know, a guy? No, it's a new thing. Oh, okay. Well, that helps because they're so secretive about that shit. Yeah, not anymore. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. Well, that's yeah. got to feel good. It's it, well, you know. It, I mean,
1: it, I I got to be honest with you. I liked it better when you didn't know. Really? Well, yeah, because you didn't know, and so you thought it was one thing, and then you're like, nice, ah. and then you like, and then you sell tickets, and you're like, nice. That must have been huge. And I bet if they had told me the numbers, secret time, I would have been like, oh, for real? But right. But uh, yeah, and now they tell you the numbers, and obviously, I think, I mean, very honestly, I think they are. Uh, they're. I think they're good. because because of sadly the pandemic uh uh-huh. so they're probably inflated because of the pandemic yeah yeah but but look the truth is is like the real thing is what you care about is like your retention is how many people watched the whole thing
0: i and know and that that sting it's almost like when the comedy club gives you the, the the rundown at the end of the weekend you're like hey i did pretty well and they're like yeah we had nine thousand comps uh we gave away a million tickets and you're like ah shit and four people paid <laughs> you're like god damn we made the waitress sit in the back and fill a seat like it's always a bummer you're right it is better to not know and it was I almost at,
1: well, i mean i take it back like i mean i say this is that i was very happy with the knowledge i got given about this special i was very uh, like oh, thank god like because okay. now but had it not been good i would have been like fuck i would rather have not known i would have just you know but but yeah. yeah it's and then you go and then you go well no with that information you're like, well fuck, now I really want to get on the road. I really want to go and hustle. I really have thought about I've I've really thought about an an end time for me of going, "Hey, I'm I'm going to tap out and I'm going to move to to my family, like I love you guys, but I'm going to move and get a uh, get an
0: apartment yeah. for a month in Omaha and get ready for the road." Totally. I mean, I think it's necessary if you want to be anywhere near decent when you when we come back. Yeah, also, and, yeah. I don't want to let these audiences down. Like these these new audiences that come back, you know, they're taking a risk and they're leaving their homes and spending money. And then for us to be like rusty and phone it in, uh, I feel horrible. I think you'll be shocked at how unrusty you are. I hope you're right, but that Zoom man, it it killed me. It well, yeah, but there's a
1: lag. You you tell a joke. You're like, uh uh, some uh, I not I, I couldn't even think of a joke off the top. By the way. <laughs> That's how fucking rusty I am. These uh these um Zooms have been really good for me with just writing.
0: Yeah, 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 totally. I'm it's with totally you. Terrible. It gets the brain moving again because we're so still in our house. We're just watching Ozark all day and Tiger King.
1: So wait, should should we get into a group text and find five of us, rent a really nice house in St. Ooh, and just ooh. take over the club? Do a oh, I would love that. Do a door
0: deal. Oh, genius, man. And we can film the whole thing. This is gold. We got a couple of guys will shoot us doing a writing session. We'll go out there. We'll bomb. And then it could. by the end of it, we'll be ship shape again. It's going to be, a. you can see the whole progression. Five comics, right? You could
1: put, really do seven. Sure. Get like a mansion. Yes. Oh, man. Film I it. I love it. Film it. So seven. Yeah,
0: get seven, and, get seven and a half with Brad Williams. Seven but yeah, hundred. sorry, I had to make a midget joke. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I love the idea, and I think we need to do it. It's necessary for the skill.
1: Okay, let's let's do a draft then before I send out the text. <laughs> let's a draft, okay. Well, this could get hurtful. Um, who do we want? Like, let's go name a quick seven. Hold on. You ready for this? All right. Don't, you can't, you're not going to name anyone much bigger than us. So, like, Burr, take him out. Segura, take him out. He's not in. Rogan's not going to do it because they're going to come in for a weekend. They'll come in knowing we got a mansion. Yep. And we're doing Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Okay. We're doing because it's only it's it's half capacity, so you can ultimately let's okay let's do this ballpark okay. So it's a it's a it's a club. You got half capacity, so if it's a two hundred and fifty seat club, you're selling one twenty five. You're selling one twenty five Monday to Sunday. Let's do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's four nights a week. All right, got it. Let's do. We're gonna add shows. So let's yeah. say well, let's say we're gonna do we're gonna do eight shows a week. At one fifty comes out to what eight hundred and no a thousand a thousand. Let's say let's say we gotta sell a thousand tickets a week. <laughs> okay, we can
0: do that very easily. What oh. about uh, w- w- uh yeah, wise guys might be good too, but also I I would say we should bring Ari, but uh, I won't be able to tell if his act gets any better. <laughs> all
1: right all right um yeah, no, we, yeah. Don't, we don't want to get drugged wise guys would be a great place <laughs> yeah, that too
0: uh, okay cleanest,
1: let's what's the how about this what's the cleanest state in the union we'll go there so we can just live normal yes and and it's, it'll be cheap because if it if they don't have coronavirus that means they probably don't have a ton of uh of gross national product or whatever coming through yeah
0: now let me ask you this though, Fatty. Are we worried about the, the buzz? Like, hey, these assholes are coming to our town and, and infecting us from these big cities. Like that might make the news. Or is that good press?
1: Good press. It sells tickets. All t-
0: right, great. Sells tickets. Perfect.
1: By the way, we go the first thing we do is we go on local news and we each take the coronavirus test.
0: Oh, that's a great way to start it. And we put it on Instagram, Mark. We're selling fucking <laughs> tickets. I love it. I love it. And right, I hope I get positive just for the for the ratings.
1: Halston, are you still here? We're going to need your help, Halston. Yep, I'm there. Okay, find me the state that's got the least amount of coronavirus cases. I'm pretty sure Omaha, Nebraska is really low because we might be able to fucking, we can stay on a ranch, right? Ooh, just I love it already. An hour outside Omaha, drive in every night.
0: This is genius, man. This is This is some of
1: your best work. That we get, we get. So now let's pick our comics, okay? you got to right. have to get. Do you go with Joe list? Because if you get Joe, you know his wife's gonna come.
0: <laughs> now we're losing, we're
1: losing a spot to a woman. No one wants right. that. No, we're gonna no, have no, to get right. a female fucking. Guy. And now you gotta fucking get Sam out of the
0: fucking deal because you know he's a two spotter. Right, right. Oh shit, that's a good point. Yeah, Although you it's you not want a one bad spotter. Co- you want one spotters? We're not all bringing right, families right. with us. We're we're good cutting point. ties. Good point. All right, hey, we want to get drunk and have fun in
1: the barn. At the end of the yeah, day, and you want yeah, and you want you want great comics. We're going to help punch up your
0: act. Yes, yes. Are you ready so for good. some
1: states? Yes, give me some states, please.
0: Alaska, Montana, Hawaii. Yeah,
1: slow, 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 slow. Alaska. Alaska's out. Wow, that could be a great move. There's no way Corona's getting there. That's,
0: That's like rip. the least amount next to the U.S. Virgin Islands. Well, it's freezing cold, they don't have enough people, and it's uh, nighttime all day.
1: Yeah, but they've got a great strip club there uh, uh. Called, called the Bushwhackers or something. Mm, I like that. Uh, keep going, Halston. You said Alaska, Montana,
0: Wyoming, Montana. Vermont, oh, West Virginia, Maine, North Dakota, Idaho, Puerto Rico. Eh. Hampshire eh. Oregon
1: South eh. Dakota. Hold on, Oregon. Portland oh. could be fun. Oregon mm-hmm I love I love the idea of going to one of the Dakotas and just taking I gotta what we'll do is we're gonna mix mash. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for real. I'm gonna and we'll, you know what we'll do? We'll do this in like November or fucking October or September. So we'll yeah. give ourselves a little time to plan it out. We'll get a mansion like a fucking mansion. We'll, I we'll, love it. Well, it's, and we'll just live there for one month. Five, what do you think? Five comics? How many, how many, two, how many is too many comics? You each I think
0: five is good. Days? Seven is too many. I think five is good. Five comics. And you each do 20 minutes. You you work it out and that's an hour and a half or whatever the hell that is. Yeah. Yeah, I think a tw- uh, five comics is good. We punched up. We picked the right hang. Plus, Jolis is sober, so that's going to hurt us. Yeah. But remember the ski trip in uh, Utah we did? We got that fucking van. How fun was that van? Remember that El Pollo Loco run we made? I mean, come on, that was the best week ever.
1: God, that was fucking awesome. So that do we, was awesome. we? have to include
0: Ari. Uh, I guess so. Because you know, right, well, Ari would be great for one of these things. He does do well. He plans out. He likes to drive. I'm going to call he, him up. Uh, He's good at it. I get my buzz.
1: Yeah. Uh, You got to take Ari. I can't tell Leanne Ari's
0: going. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Fucking. What a fucking cunt. This time we can take, we can take Molly on purpose. That'd be fun.
1: By the way, I'm so much healthier. I would love to take Molly now. Same. Know that I'm taking it
0: yeah right
1: right have a choice that i'm taking it i would i wouldn't mind doing a little mushrooms i'm thinking about eating an edible today
0: oh all right fun dad yeah oh boy i don't know if that flip phone's gonna work on zoom no it's yeah where the fuck is he where, where are he, wow, he always answers yeah he's sitting with his fucking mitzvah parents oh yes can you imagine how ugly are his parents are
1: Dude, I just saw the movie Unorthodox. Have you seen that TV show on Netflix? A little bit of it, yeah. It's terrifying. Holy fuck, man. That is like I, I am like I'm amazed that Ari grew up in that. It explains so much of Ari. <laughs> yeah, I know. The way he treated <laughs> the way he treated new comics is the way to collect rent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know those poor women, the whole that was hard the whole time. My father
1: says pay the rent now.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got to figure out our comics here. We got to right, name so, this thing. I okay. think we got
1: something. Re- or how about how about this? I got. I'll throw one. I'll throw one person out that I think might be a home run for both of us.
0: Okay. Shane Torres. Oh, I like Shane. He's like a responsible kid. You know, he's like, we shouldn't do that, guys. You know, no. he'll keep us in line he'll a little keep, bit. He'll keep it so that we can still work in Brooklyn. He'll be like, hey, guys, <laughs> you can't say that no more right right yeah he's a funny guy and a, and a great comic uh, I'm, I'm down for that all right let me call shane and see if he's in i'm gonna
1: do this by the way i can totally do this i can totally do this like there's no stopping same. there's no stopping this at all there's no rules i can do whatever the fuck i want for the rest of the fucking year because i've been home with these people for fucking right months. you've built
0: up credit same here i am in a, a shoebox and and i haven't been drinking right. Can you believe oh, it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going end on this trip. What's up, Doc? I was just thinking about you.
1: Hey, I'm talking to Mark Norman. We're doing a podcast. I'm going to give you a soft pitch. Tell me what you think, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Mark, Mark and I are thinking about relocating for, say, a month, two months. Sorry, Mark. I just said too much. Month, two months to a city, say, in September, October, where we – Live, live there, and we do a nightly residence at a comedy club. We get like a mansion. We all we all stay in a mansion outside the city in like a very rural place like Omaha or Texas. And we, it's us, me and Mark, you, and two other comics. And we each do 20 minutes every night. We do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And if they want to bring in hot, hot headliners on the weekend, that's fine. But we just stay there. What do you think? hundred
0: percent. I knew, yeah. it. I knew it. All right. Yeah. All right. I going to get you something.
1: I want. I want to hear it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you know, I've been in LA at my friend's place. I've been here, out here this whole time. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I might go back to New York, but before, I think I'm just going to go write my name on the wall at the comedy store. How <laughs> much trouble do you think I'll get? In? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'd notice. I think you'd be fine. I don't, I don't think they notice at all, Shane. <laughs> yeah, throw it, in, throw it in there under like, uh, you know, be, between Howie Mandel. Oh, by the way, and, and, by the way Shane, I should have told guy. you
1: we're doing a podcast
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> While you're at it, throw your name on the improv wall too. Fuck it. Yeah, paint your picture up on the improv. this change for it. I think yeah. it's funnier
1: for you to just paint over a name that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Paint over Mitzi. <laughs> All right. We're going to organize this mansion comedy month in a club. I'll give you a call later. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later. Um, Bye Shane. Oh, I think we got it. I think we got it, man. I think that's it. Yeah. All right, well, we got to think of people. I guess we should do that off air because I don't want to offend anybody. If you say a name and I go, oh, God, no. Do we do – I mean, uh, here's the
1: question is you know fucking – you know both List and Sam are going to go, I want to do it.
0: I don't know. List is a nervous Nelly. He's scared to leave his apartment. Uh, He won't even let me come over, so he's not going to fly anywhere. And Sam – is in a silk robe in L.A. with his, you know, feet up, smoking a cigar and eating a bagel. Oh,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. L.A. might have changed Sam too much. Oh,
0: yeah. He's a. He's he's too comfortable now. He's got a Jufro, and he's he's swimming in the pool. He's different. He used to have a black coffee and black socks in, the show, in, the, in Central Park. He's all different.
1: Is it irresponsible for me for me for me to leave my family for one month and just be like, oh,
0: they'll be better off. Yeah. <laughs> You're a bad influence. You got a man cave. You're naked in the pool. You're drinking, you know, booze all day. You're fine. You think about doing edible right now? Do it in the country. Oh.
1: that's yeah, I is exciting. I mean, I can't, especially, I haven't been, I'll, I'll quit drinking all the way up until then, and then we'll go hard yeah. at that month, and then I'll just hop
0: back off the wagon when I come home. There you go. And we already got Shane and Ari, so now we only have one spot left. Stan Hope oh that would that would that would be too much we'll that would die be cool. out there that would be i mean cool. i love the guy but uh jesus christ God. what damn. about what about a, a person of color or is okay. that too weird no no it's, it's i don't not, think they don't like think. camping they don't like <laughs> camping
1: wait who how about donnell
0: oh yeah that would be fun although that would be fun donnell would
1: here's the problem and i I don't mean this i don't mean this negatively but like i think most black guys aren't cool with like just moving in with a bunch of white guys for a month and giving up their lives
0: yeah and they don't fuck with psychedelics also even though there's nothing else to do in that town if we had donnell we'd still be late to the show
1: (laughs) what i think i think we need to like like, white guys are do, will do stupid shit like that yes. and go, oh, we don't need chicks for the month. We'll just stay in a place and just fucking drink by ourselves. Black guys, black brothers always have like a, like, well, what are we going to do after the shows? And you're like, we'll just go back to the cabin and just drink right. by
0: ourselves. Yeah, they'll never be a black jackass. That'll never happen.
1: They'll it's never. That is, black ass. Great, that is such a great premise.
0: Yeah, but there's star. but that's that's a whole different thing. I'm all right, into this all right. What about Trejo?
1: Oh, he'd do it in a heartbeat. Dude, the, all I'm thinking right now is, God damn it, man. You know how many people would just end up driving out to this place
0: and going like, <laughs> hey, man, I'm crashing with you guys. Hey, guests are allowed. I like a guest. Yeah. God, I fucking... Oh, uh, yeah. I think, I think we got to film this. I
1: think it's gold. I think it's great. I think it's a great idea. But Austin, Texas would be the fucking funnest. But then that's kind of a tough club. For us to take over because they've got their local scene pretty strong. You got go to go a that's place where your lo- their local stream. Ooh, how about Des Moines, Iowa?
0: Oh, that's a good funny bone.
1: Yeah, that's a great funny bone, and I get. I bet Lisa would give us the fucking give
0: us the club. Yeah, we're only we still we're only doing the weekdays, right?
1: Yeah, and we can go back and forth from from Des Moines, Funny Bone. To Omaha, by the way, I bet we could road trip and do Friday, Saturday nights at, at like Dayton, Des Moines, like a bunch of different clubs.
0: That's a good call. That's a good call. All right, it's called spreading the virus tour. Ooh, that's good. Going viral. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. spreading spreading the virus. That's big. Or uh, COVID nineteen nights. Ah, that sucks. Uh, how about how about we're gonna
1: party like it's COVID nineteen ninety nine.
0: Wow, you're on today. I'm writing, Mark, I'm writing. <laughs> He's writing, baby. <laughs> um, oh, boy.
1: So when's, um, this, when's this ideal thing turn up for you, this this new thing idea?
0: Well, what do you mean? This new thing coming out?
1: Yeah, like, yeah. When? No, 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 the the thing that you can't talk about. When do yeah. we need to do
0: this quicker? It's supposed to be in August, but I guarantee it'll be pushed back. Oh, I yeah. guarantee it.
1: Good, good, good.
0: Yeah, we got plenty of time.
1: How's the how's the home life been during this quarantine?
0: It's good. It's a, it's a little tense. We both put on weight. She's in a rascal and uh she's taken up a lot of square footage. But uh no, you know, it's I was I'm telling you, man, it's it's getting ugly. It's 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 a tiny shoebox. Like your man cave, my apartment's like one of those and a half, literally. Oh yeah? And so there's a lot of taking walks, there's a lot of getting out. Uh that's why I'm here in the of a synagogue right now you know and uh it's 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 tough i'm not gonna lie to you we've been airbnb we've been driving around the country (laughs) we just had to get out
1: do you guys have a car do you rent one
0: we rent one we go to newark airport rent a car and we drive everywhere we rented a place in upstate we went to cape cod we think about going to rhode island oh nice have you guys been having a lot of sex we were in the beginning it was like covid's Covid anal all day long, and now it's uh, it's really dried up. I'll tell you that she's got a mask on over clips. I can't, (laughs) I can't penetrate. I was having, I, I I
1: was having sex a lot when this started, and now, and now I feel like sex with my wife is kind of like cake. Like I want to wait till I enjoy it.
0: Oh, yeah, that's good. Every day
1: I just go. I'm feeling sick.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just the zero hunt. She's eight feet away from me at all times. She's in pajamas. Her mascara's running. She's watching Black dot com. You know, it's there's it's, zero. It's tough.
1: hunt There's zero hunt is the greatest. I I put a little hunt in the bedroom last the other night. Not last night. Two nights ago,
0: and it was uh, it was exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, it helps. So it's hunt. all it's, it's 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 no hunt, all cunt. All hunt, no cunt. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough, but I'm trying to make it work. Uh, it's it's the square footage. That's what it comes down to. you got to have some room. There's no think, no alone time. Do you think you've gotten the COVID yet? I got it in January. I, I promise you I had it. Really? I, I did like a crazy amount of gigs in a row, and then like a, a week and a half later, I was bedridden, couldn't get out of bed, couldn't move. If I went to the bathroom, it took everything I had. Really? To get up and go there. Yeah. And I I called the doctor and they were like, we don't know what this is. Sounds like you got a crazy bug. And uh, it it went away after like five days, but it was hell. And I think I had it. And I tell you, I'm glad I didn't know what it was then because that would have freaked me out. Really? Yeah. I would have thought I had some you know crazy Corona thing, but it just turned out to be, I guess it was Corona, but I didn't know what Corona was then. So it it wasn't as scary in my head. I was like, "Ah, I'm sick. I got the flu. I'll get over it.
1: So do you feel like do you have you been a little more adventurous with going around the city then?
0: Oh yeah, I'm on my hog. I'm up and down. I went to Harlem the other night. I've been shooting videos with friends outside. Uh, not to mention the traveling. I'm I'm all over the place. I, yeah, I saw, this I saw you
1: recreate. I saw you recreate the Vanilla Sky
0: video. Yeah, yeah, we did that at like eight in the morning in Times Square. We got the whole place to ourselves. I got to use it. You know how much it would cost to run out Times Square on, a, on a weekday?
1: Damn, you were millions. You were, Is that when you did the thing in the towel there?
0: Yeah, that's coming out next week. That's going to be a doozy. Nice. Yeah, I'm shooting all kinds. New York is, like, free now. You can do whatever you want. I'm going – I swam in the uh, Central Park Pond. Really? Yeah, just for the hell of it. I was like, hey, let's try it. Shut up. Wait, what else have you been doing? What's Harlem like? It's uh, weirdly quiet. Uh, It's – in the beginning, I think uh, a lot of the uh, black folk were like, "Ah, fuck it!" and they were playing basketball and they were out every day. And then when like the the numbers went up, they got real real scared and went in.
1: Yeah, I think at first, I think a lot of the the African American community thought it was a hoax. Well, I, I watched I watched uh, Jamie uh, DL Hughley, uh, on Love got it, and so did Scarface oh, wow. from the Ghetto Boys. They both wow. got it. Except, yeah on Love didn't get tested. He just is pretty sure he had it,
0: and oh, okay, so well, he's a big dude. I feel like it, it's really hitting fat guys.
1: Yeah, and and but it's interesting because they were like, uh apparently there was a rumor going around that black people couldn't get it. I remember that.
0: <laughs> I had a bit about that. I was like, "Hey, Magic Johnson's fine. <laughs> what, what's a little Corona going to do?"
1: <laughs> it's so because yeah. you go. You go know, like, I remember when we heard black people couldn't get it, too. And we told our bus driver, Ron, you know, you can't get this. And he was like, damn right. And, and we, 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 we theorized what a new race war would look like if white people could get sick and black people couldn't. We were like, oh, this is going to be fucking next level.
0: Oh, I mean, you see what they've done to us in sports. Imagine just, you know, every day when we're all sick, we're fucked. It's been but, crazy. What what about your wife? Your chick, did your chick get it when you when you had it? I don't remember her ever being that sick, but uh she must have. I mean, just the anal alone would have done it, do you think, but I don't think she ever got it. Something maybe she got it with no symptoms. Some people will go through that, but yeah, it was uh it was a doozy. But I wouldn't wish that on anybody what I had. I I could barely move. God damn. And how long did it last? 5 days. About 5 days. And uh, I was doing gigs too, so I was like touching microphones and blowing people, and I was, you know, coughing on shit. Nobody knew what it was. Oh wow! So so probably the whole comedy community has it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Also, but we're sewer rats, you know. We're the most adaptable people ever. We'll figure it out. And we're we're gross and on flights and hotels, and we shake everybody's hand after a show. So I think we're we got a pretty good immune system as comics.
1: The. uh did you see the video they did where they put the slime on the slime that glows in the dark on people's hands? and, no. then, and then they showed you how quickly the, vir- the virus spreads. And oh the, wow! They're like, we put these people in a room, and then we put a buffet out. We put the slime on one person's hands as if he was infected, and we gave them fifteen minutes, and then we turned on a black light. And I have not laughed that hard in my life. They turn on the black light. And one Chinese guy has it all over his face.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That's wild. Well, I, send me that link, will you? Halt, oh. Halty. Allie.
1: So fucking funny. But, like, yeah, I feel like we are sewer rats. Like, I've been taking shirts with shirtless dudes. I've been taking pictures with shirtless dudes for fucking the better part of 10 years. Yeah. And
0: I never get sick. Like, I get sick once a year, maybe, if Same. that. Same. And... Also, there's an element of, like, we can't get sick. Our body knows, like, if we get sick, we'll, we'll die. We got to keep moving. And we shake everybody's hands. All those hands are full of jizz, shit, placenta, period blood. And you don't even know it. And you're shaking all of it. You got the arm around the guy, your shirt's off. It's insane. dude. I remember taking
1: a picture with a guy in Spokane, and he put his arm around me. And I was like, wow, man, you're warm. And he was like, oh, I got a pretty bad fever. And I was like, <laughs> really? And he was like, yeah. I was like. Wow. And you didn't stay home. He was like, wasn't going to miss this. Or I was like, <laughs> I kind of
0: wish you had. Yeah. Not to mention the the road puss. Jesus Christ. Those filthy clams from Omaha and Wyoming and, you know, biker chicks in uh, St. Louis. Come on. That's a lot of gash.
1: I heard Whitney Cummings on a podcast going, I can't believe I don't have herpes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that three times a day. I'm so lucky. Because it's one in four, they say.
1: Yeah. And, that's, so, and I think that's the thing with the coronavirus is that it's like, it's like I think everyone's starting to go and you can't get it because they haven't gotten it. But they've just been staying at home. So they don't know. They're just right. like, you can't get it. And you're like, well, it's because you're at home.
0: Fuck up. Yeah. Although now there's a study saying people at home are still getting sick. So it's kind of like, eh, you might as well just live your life. Oh,
1: my sister's son
0: got a fever. And
1: she was like, how the fuck did this happen? I, we have not been out of the house. Yeah. We're like, well, just I guess just kids get fucking fevers. And they're there like, maybe go. it's a You never know.
0: Not to mention all the packages coming in. All those weirdo FedEx guys are touching everything. So that could be a way in delivery guys with the with the Chinese food. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm, I'm not sure. even worried about it. I'm living life. I just do this as a prop. I, I don't even wear it. I just put it around my neck. <laughs> I've been getting yelled at by old geezers on the street like, what are you trying to kill me i'm like ah oh, shut up you, you're at lost cause you cunt <laughs> the old bag you're gonna die anyway that's what's so funny when they're like these nursing homes everybody's dying i'm like yeah that's what they do there that's what that fucking building is for just a giant coffin with lights
1: i saw i saw uh i guess i heard it on rogan let me rephrase that sometimes i'll listen to something on rogan and then go i read it in a book and you're like mm. <laughs> Yeah. I heard on Rogan that the average person dying from coronavirus is older than the average person dying. Wait, I mean,
0: say that again.
1: The average person dying of coronavirus is older than the average person that dies. Like, the average person that dies is like 76 or whatever, the average person dying from coronavirus is 81.
0: Wow! By the yeah, way, see? now
1: I just spread whatever I heard Rogan say. I half heard, and now I've spread it like a virus to everyone that heard that, and they're like at a party.
0: Bert, I read it in a book that Bert said. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's sad that Rogan. I watch Rogan. I see like a scientist on Rogan. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch this because the news I can't even trust anymore. I don't know what they're what they're telling me. Like, don't I don't mean don't do not do not do do not do that. I'm like what how do you know that
1: i don't even know like i i i just started having to measure myself with rogan because i forget that i know him you know what i mean like I, i listen to it and i forget i know him and that there's that as in knowing him i know he is he's technically just a guy i mean technically just a guy who's a really good at comedy and really good at martial arts technically He's also yeah, okay. like a good actor. He's a great podcaster. He's but ultimately he's a great comedian first, and also great at MMA. Like those are his two passions. And then all yeah. of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, I'm like listening to him about vitamin supplements, which I know he really knows about. But I'm like, I'm not doing any fucking research on anything. I'm trusting my friend to do all the research. For my friend, ah. like as opposed to like some doctor. It's just my buddy that I'm texting him. Like, hey. Uh, how much vitamin D should I be taking? And then I'm, right. as opposed to like a doctor, I reach out to Joe and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, well, I, I, I forget. It's just Joe. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: But I mean, he, I mean, think about his life. He just sits in a chair for like six hours a day and listens to strangers who are like experts in their field. And he's just absorbing so much. And he's
1: also super fucking curious so like yes. if he's doing a if he's doing a podcast with Doctor Rhonda Park, Patrick about vitamin D and vitamins being helpful in the like you know that he has not only read a book but he's probably researched more than anyone I know right because he likes that
0: shit he likes it and he actually retains it I'll listen to it and go oh I got it and never think about it again he actually remembers this shit and he'll argue with you about it and you're like oh yeah you're right. I mean, he's a hell of a guy. Like he's he takes in so much, like not just like mentally, but physically, he's taking all the the muscles and the the kicking and the comedy. It's pretty impressive. I mean, he's a he's a renaissance man of our time for sure.
1: But today, I was like, today, I was like, I was listening to his in him and Doctor Ronda Patrick talk about vitamins, and I was like, and then at one point, she says. Well, I might be the wrong person to ask about vitamins. By the way, I've listened to – I'm on the treadmill walking, getting ready to run. And I'm like, dude – and by the way, I'm t- hold on. Let me rephrase all of this. Let me start all of this. I text, I started texting with Joe saying, like, something about vitamins. And he's like, vitamin D is really important. You know, I just had a conversation with Dr. Rhonda Patrick. You should listen to it. Or he didn't say you should listen to it or whatever. So I go, I'm taking 650 i IUs. And he was like, you should take more. And I'm like, okay. So then I I do a small amount of research and it says anywhere from 400 to 500 is good for a daily intake. And I was like, okay, but then they're talking about taking a thousand, 5,000 a day. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna listen to the podcast. I listen to the podcast and I'm like, they're each taking 4,000, 5,000 milligrams of vitamin D a day. And I'm like, all right, I'm up in my contact, my thing. And so I almost hit end, right? I almost hit end and start my jog, and I just don't. I just didn't. I looked down, and it was like .87 miles. I said, well, I'm going to start my jog at one mile. Yeah. And then Dr. Rhonda Patrick goes, I might be the wrong person to talk to, vi- to about vitamin D. I have written two books on it. And I'm like, <laughs> <"What the
0: laughs> motherfucker!
1: That's like oh, talking geez. to me about drinking Tito's. I'm like, no, Tito's can! but But still, she is an expert in what yeah. she's doing. Like, I'm not discounting yeah. her at all, but like, but then I go. But then, what's crazy about me is I just shut down. Like I took whatever those two humans said as, and by, by the way, I barely understood
0: half of it. Of course, I do the same thing. We all do. Everybody listening is doing that shit. That's yeah, what. That's what we do with Rogan. We go. Oh, I didn't know that about the moon landing. All right, that's fact. And
1: then I shut it down and I go. All right, intravenous vitamin C. Intravenous. I need to get intravenous once a week. By the way, I do whatever. Like I've kind of heard, and then that becomes law for me. So I go in, I up my vitamin D intake to like 500, 5,000 milligrams. I fucking load up on vitamins. I reach out and I, I get this fucking sciatic thing, this back yeah. thing, because I heard him talk about it. And then all of a sudden, and by the way, and then I become so immovable in my knowledge that is based on my friend and his, and this woman talking that I become like almost like I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like almost like I read a book. I didn't read a fucking book. I just heard you yeah. talk
0: about it. Well, what's the difference really? I mean a book's just a that same person writing it down. What's the difference? They're still yeah. an expert. Yeah, I know, but I feel like I feel like there's like like I'm it's
1: like almost like uh, a game of telephone. So I wonder right, I, right. I, I, like, I feel guilty that I'm not actually reading the book. Like Joe's yes. reading the book, Ron is reading the book, and then I'm listening to them talk and I'm like, man, what I'm just some fucking like armchair physician (laughs) who's now got his daughters and wife on a zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C supplement fucking cycle because I half heard something on a fucking
0: podcast. But why do we do do that? We always put books up on this pedestal. Like, oh, you read a book. But it's the same. Even if you listen to an audio book, no one's impressed. But if you say, I read a book, everybody's like, oh, okay, this guy, he knows his shit. It's like, what is it about turning a page that makes people impressed? It's the same shit. Yeah, I have a really hard time reading. Like, why the fuck can't Same. I get all my information from podcasts? Because I can listen to a fucking podcast. <laughs> Same here. I love them. I listen to five a day. It's And I like audiobooks, but I just can't sit down and read. I'm, I'm with you.
1: Even when I listen to an audiobook, like I listen to an audiobook about Kim Jong-un. Ooh. And it's actually, it's actually, I'll tell you the name of it. It's actually a really good audio book, except for the fact I got lit up on Twitter because I put a, joke i out. heard
0: i heard about that joke god damn everybody's it. talking but it was a good joke i just uh i would have left it up but i know you, you don't want to push anything i just
1: i just go i don't need the drama at all yeah but
0: i get what's it crazy,
1: what's crazy in the uh in the book she owned the person that reads the book only refers to anyone kim jong-un kim jong-il kim jong song kim song un as kim so the whole fucking book, you're like, and then Kim said, you're like, bitch, what
0: are you talking about? <laughs> it's like a nail salon over there. There's too many
1: Kims. <laughs> the the book is, uh, I'm now, wait, look. Now, I'm, look where I'm at right now. It's David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me.
0: Oh, yeah, he's good.
1: Yeah, and then I, and then I also have Extreme Ownership by Jocko Wilnick. He's good. Uh, what, what about the
0: jaw on that guy, huh? Jesus, he looks like an action figure. Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Mm. Oh yeah, the Nike guy. Uh,
1: the name of this book is uh, Becoming Kim Jong Un. It's really fucking fascinating.
0: All right, did he die or not? I no, no, I he, he came still back alive to alive. Life. I, heard he he
1: yeah, I heard he got what? corona. Yeah,
0: I already got. Wow, that's a weird little lesbian Asian twink guy, isn't he? He's all pudgy and soft and hairless. God, man. By the way, can I
1: tell you that when I wrote that joke initially, I really did think that they were all first named Kim. I was like, at first, when I first saw it, I was like, God damn it, they're all named Kim. How confusing do you think dinner was? But then I was like, oh, real quick. And I was like, oh, cool joke. And then wrote it. And then what happened was Kim Jong-un was trending. So I got shoved in. I got merged
0: into all the people taking it serious. (laughs) You're the new Ari. Instead of Kobe, it's Kim. Uh, So wait a minute. Do you think that the the offensive shit will go down a little bit after this?
1: I think that's when we know the first victim will be
0: our sacrificial lamb to know we're back to normal. I think you're right. Cause getting offended is kind of a luxury, you know, it's like, I have so little to do that I can call your ass out and spend time tearing you apart. So when we have time for that again, it'll know that's how we'll know we're back to normal.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought I was going to get in trouble for my special. I was talking to Tom and he was like, he was like, you're going to, he was like, I'm afraid I'm going to get lit up for a couple jokes. And I was like, and, and wisely I said, no, it's not that it'll be, five months, a month from now, when you make a joke about wrestling, that's, what's going to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we went through, You didn't see what happened with Tom? No. Oh. oh,
0: lay it on me fatty. What happened?
1: He, uh, I guess he made fun of wrestling fans. Oh yeah. I did hear about this. Actually and wrestling fans went ham. Like, and not just wrestling fans it was like it was like comics that are into wrestling like like i mean it was really like, it was like it was really aggressive no i mean i say really aggressive but it was like a couple comics weren't joking
0: what he just said there these are losers or idiot what did he say in a nutshell he
1: uh he said in a nutshell he said they're retarded Uh-huh. and that anyone who likes uh, i mean i, I don't i, I hate Paraphrasing Tom in this because it's right. like you paraphrase him, and it makes him sound worse because I did a poor representation. Right. The but, telephone again, but uh, but it was like it was like it was it was pretty it was pretty it was I thought it was funny when it because he was laughing so hard when he was saying it. He was like they're just they're not he did he doesn't take it seriously. Ultimately, is the paraphrase I will give him. But what's even funnier is like this one wrestling guy uh, was like number one. Uh I am the WNE champion. And number two, I will, if I ever see you in public, I will kick your fucking ass. <laughs> both of those are real statements. And Tom. Oh, wow. wrote, and Tom wrote back, oh no, not the king. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, Tom wrote know. back, Tom wrote back, first off, oh, wrestling's fake. Secondly, you're the champion of nothing. You won nothing. Third, get at me. (laughs)
0: Ah! Yeah, what are you going to do? Break a fake chair on my back or pretend to punch me while you stomp your foot on the ground? Like, come on. Get out of here. Wrestling is weird. It's (laughs) fucking weird. It's a guy in pink tights. By the way, wrestling is the only sport where it's more embarrassing when you're a professional. (laughs) Amateur wrestlers, they go to the Olympics. They're like these amazing guys, the world-class athletes. Pro wrestling wearing pink tights and your name's like I'm the uh, the accountant. I'm gonna kill you. You know I'm gonna do your taxes, bitch. It's very silly. Of course we're gonna make fun of it, and and fans should know it's silly. That's why they like it because it's it's like make believe. That's the whole beauty of it. Yeah,
1: I I gotta be honest with you. I was a huge wrestling fan when I was a kid. Like I.
0: I was also a fan of Santa Claus when I was a kid. You know I liked it too. But what are we doing here? It's silly. I'm not saying wrestling fans are stupid, you know, but it's fucking dumb. It's it's retarded. It's it's make believe. It's it's kids playing around. I want to throw you through a table. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a headband. Ah, come
1: on. <laughs> the uh, the I've been watching this. It's so funny. As I was about to talk to Tom on our podcast, I've been watching this documentary. Not this documentary. God damn it! My fucking my use of of fluff language has gotten to a fucking level. That's unheard of. I was what? watching. Some, I like, I go, I was watching a documentary. It wasn't a documentary. It was on fucking vice it was a, <laughs> it's a TV, show, a TV show on uh it's called uh, dark side of the ring. Really fucking fascinating. Especially yeah. if you're, like an old school, old school wrestling fan. I think the reason I was an old school wrestling fan and still am to this day with like guys like Ric Flair or like, or like the, the, um, the uh legion of doom or or, uh the the road warriors or like those guys is because they partied hard as fuck yes this lifestyle that i think i for whatever reason i just i've always been attracted to that element
0: of whatever it is you know right same i'm with you like i watched the andre the giant doc and i fucking loved it all the beers he drank the wine all the women it was fucking awesome and there was an unpredictability
1: (laughs) and i don't look i don't follow enough wrestling right now to make any statement i don't watch any of it but like there was an unpredictability to those matches with Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan where Hulk Hogan's like, I didn't know what was gonna happen. I know he was in pain. It was like, I don't know, I don't, maybe, maybe whatever I believed in or still believe in about those still exists with like Heel Ziggler and all those guys. Right. right. I don't I don't watch enough of it to to say yay or nay. But what's so funny is I was about to talk about this documentary with Tom
0: this uh. TV show, and then all this came out and I was
1: like Put
0: a pin in that. <laughs> yeah. I think wrestlers themselves are cool as shit. I mean, they, they sacrifice their bodies. They're doing theater for these arenas, and it's yeah. badass, and kids love it. They're going nuts. It's, it's drama, and I, I think that's really cool. But I think you should also know that it's silly, and it's made up and weird. But, yeah, all those guys, like the Ric Flair shit was amazing, and those guys were rock stars, and they're just like comics in the sense that they had to build their way up. They had to do these backyard brawls and these weird warehouse fights in the middle of Ohio and shit. And then they'd like come up with a character just like us. We have a character. You're like, Jizzle's not a nice guy, but he's got a stage thing. You know, you're like a mild-mannered kind of introverted guy and on stage you're a fucking animal. And on stage I'm a piece of shit in real life. Uh, but you know, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It, it's very similar.
1: Yeah, it is. And I think that's where my connection, like I, one time I saw Ric Flair on a flight and I, I, I'm Whoa. a grown man and I got so, he was sitting next across the aisle from me Woo. and he did what I did on flights. He was with his chick and he goes, uh, two double bloody Marys it was before takeoff. And yeah. then she was like, sure. And then what he did was he, uh, they put him down. She turned away. He grabbed hers, murdered it, put it in front of her and then sipped on his. And I went, I am just like Ric Flair. Like I was so <laughs> proud. So I was like, I do that all the time.
0: Wow! Yeah, see, that's fucking badass. They're like uh, they're rock stars with muscles. Yeah, and
1: I and I think, I don't know. Uh, I, th- I you know I, I bet that there's, I don't know. It was it was it, I was I just found it fascinating the comics that really went after him like, even heel yeah. Ziggler. Uh, I say heel Ziggler. That's his Instagram or Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, like, was like. Uh, Like wrote a pretty nice and thoughtful thing out. Like, hey, Tom and Christine, I'm a huge fan uh, of both you guys. Uh, But you know, you got to realize that, like, Dolph Ziggler, he didn't get into wrestling as a career option. It was something he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a fan of wrestling. Like, it. No, no wrestler ever gets into it as like a as like a side hustle. They right. It's all or nothing. they were they loved it like like with comics. Comics yes. and wrestlers are so similar because they were obsessed with wrestling as a kid. They were like that's got to be the coolest. Like when they do like big like SummerSlam events or I don't I don't know what it's called. Or it's still called or Sorry, that's okay. But no, it's like know. it must be cool when they get bring
0: back the Rock and these guys get to like meet the Rock for the first time. Oh. Yeah, and, and then, I mean, these guys have such charisma. I mean, look what The Rock did. He could run for president and win. It's amazing. These guys are so loved. They're, they're like superheroes, but in real life, you know? You get to watch them throw a guy through a table. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just, I think it's all silly. Like, guys who are obsessed with the Bulls and the, the Bills. We're going to the Super Bowl. It's like, yeah, yeah, they don't know you. They're, they're just wearing a uniform. That guy's from Cleveland, you know? He's not from Dallas. I get it. But, like, you just need something to get into. I think guys who are into Star Wars are stupid. You're like, oh, I love Star Wars. I'm going to Comic-Con. Like, yeah, you're a fucking loser, too. But everybody's a loser. We just got, I'm a loser about comedy. We're all nerds in our own way. Oh, I'm a loser
1: about comedy, too. Like, I could fucking, like, if you were like, like, I, I take offense to those people attacking comedy, probably yeah. the same way those wrestling yes. fans take offense to people attacking wrestling. You're like, exactly. hey man, you like, hey, you don't understand how much fucking joy I've derived out of fucking comedy,
0: like, even bad comedy. I love like, right. Same, same. I love even as a kid. I love like Monty Python. I like all the different types of comedy. I like old SNL. I like Billy Madison Then I like. I like Robin Williams. I like Louis CK. I mean, I'm all, I like all all of it. Old shit, new shit. I love it. And I know everything about it. So I get the whole, but if somebody doesn't like comedy, that's on them. And it's how I feel about wrestling. Look, I love It's great. that You love it, but I think it's silly.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's okay though you know everybody's a nerd about something you know some guys are into sports, some guys are in deadpool, and uh you know it's not for everybody some guys are into rape yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I think most guys are we just know not to do it
1: Either <laughs> the way i was uh i had said to uh, I had said to Tom one time we were talking about selfishness, and I was saying how selfishness is um is one of my t- one of my pillars of 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 how I operate. Like we were talking about wow. if you were going to give a, uh, a commencement speech at a at a college, he was like, I was like the three things I hold sacred. I think, I think I said, humility is one of them. Um, luck is another. And then I said, selfishness. He was like, I don't get selfishness. And I said, I do everything for myself. Like I don't cheat on Leanne, not cause I care about her being hurt, but I don't want to lose her. I love her. And I don't want, right. so that's why I don't cheat on her.
0: That's a great bit. That's a great premise you got there. Maybe I'll fucking write that down then. That's gold. And you can do a whole list. Well, I don't j- kill you because I care about you. I don't kill you because I don't want to jail.
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, I said, <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said to someone the other day, I said, I don't care about my, like, my daughter went to go on a bike ride yesterday, and I said, put on a mask and make sure it's socially distanced, don't get near anyone. I don't give a fuck. If you said she's going to get sick and be fine, I don't care. Yeah.
0: She'll die.
1: If she dies, then I'm fucked, okay? Exactly.
0: That's a great... I think a lot of people operate like that. That's what heaven is. I mean, that's what religion is. Like, hey, if you fuck that kid, you're going to go to to hell. And you go, all right, I want to fuck the kid, but I want to go to hell. The... I want to fuck
1: the kid, but I don't want to go to hell. I said the N-word.
0: The N-word. Yeah, I I love the N-word.
1: I don't think... I don't think white people say it because they care about how it... Like, people. white people don't not say it because they know how it makes a black person feel. They don't say it because they don't want to get their ass beat. Like, exactly. Yes, like,
0: selfishness is good in a weird way. The, I'm with uh, you. Self, that's, why we, that's why we have laws, because all right, we'll make it illegal to rape that lady just so even though you might want to, you won't do it because you don't want to go to jail. It's pretty smart. It's all laid out pretty well.
1: Selfishness. That's my fucking new theory.
0: Maybe because it's known as this bad thing, selfishness, but maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's keeping people alive.
1: Yeah. Um, awesome, man. Well, I think I'm going to go have a beer. I'm going to go oh, all right. yeah, I'm gonna go over to my new house. We have a new house and backyard. I'm going to go Ooh. sit in the backyard and have a cold beer. Is this the new house you're in already? No, no, no. We're, oh, okay. We, we bought the house and then when the coronavirus hit, we kind of put the brakes on it. And, and, and now we're kind of just sitting on it. Now, I don't even know. I don't know. Like, it's a weird place. Like if we had started building it when we, when we wanted to, I'm glad we didn't. I mean, it doesn't matter either way, but I'm glad we didn't only because you never know what's going on with the economy and everything. And I, I would have been, I would have freaked out and stressed out. And now we can, I guess we can start rebuilding it. But part of me is like, Georgia will only be in this house for a year. And then Part I, I and now and then now we're in a weird kind of transition where I go I really love the house we're in it's really yeah. small you know it's really small by anyone's standards that has owns a house in L A yeah we love it and we're happy here and then we got this property and we're like we right now we just use the backyard because it's a big backyard oh so there you go you take the dogs over there there's a pool I'm gonna skateboard in the pool oh
0: that's gonna be great yeah I'm sure you'll film that oh I you know I will fucking definitely film that. <laughs> oh um, wow new what's house your, that's what's, exciting what's your night look like what are you doing today uh tonight i got i'm doing this coast-to-coast roast thing for helium which i highly regret saying yes to because it's a lot of work basically these these comics roast each other and i host it me and joe list and it's for helium and it's paid but it's a lot of work and i don't know but i'm just i just sign up for everything because i don't want to lose my fastball over here
1: yeah well, don't overwork yourself. Enjoy yourself, Mark. That's what part of ah. it we're going to have a f- one month in a mansion.
0: Yes, going to be awesome. Yeah. What? What was it, Ken? Uh, what'd you call the? Oh, spreading the virus.
1: Spreading the virus tour. That's by, by the way. That's an Opie and Anthony used to have the virus tour.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Is that going to be? T- are we stepping on that? Uh, I don't think. I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of some more names, too. It could be sponsored by Corona.
1: beer. I would love <laughs> that. I would love that. I'm gonna. By the way, I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm reaching out to my agent right now to see if we can find a place to lock it down. I'm going to reach out to All Lee and right. see, if, see if maybe they – because I bet we could find – I say mansion, but I bet we could find a pretty nice house in Des Moines. With oh, some, yeah. And a couple motorcycles.
0: Oh, God. You're jizzing right on my taco. This is exciting. Well, you know what? We'll buy a half pipe oh god this is gonna be great we'll
1: party all fucking day do spots at night and just break even all
0: we need to do is break even i love even i'm down man we'll go horseback riding we we'll get go karts, uh, vespas we can do molly shrooms oh boy am i pumped i can't wait i can't wait all right i'm gonna do the work makes this happen dude
1: congrats on the new special it's fucking awesome thank
0: you thank you it's going well people are digging it and uh yeah, tell a friend, share it, like it, comment—the whole thing. Uh, I, I'm making pretty good money on it. I got to be honest; everybody's Venmoing me just as a tip to be nice. So I, I got to say a big thanks to everybody. How share.
1: can people Venmo you?
0: Uh, my Venmo is Mark Dash Norman, so it's just my name with a dash, and uh, you know, no, no obligation. But if you want to throw me a buck, I'll, I'll take it. And yeah, I hope everybody stays safe, and I, I can't wait to get back out there. And I got some new stuff. I'm excited to show people.
1: I can't wait, brother. One month. One month. One
0: month. I can't wait.
1: I'll figure it out. I'll text you later, okay?
0: All right, buddy. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. I'll see you, Friends, Mark. Uh, take it easy. Right. <laughs>
1: Not a good place to say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, damn. You can see the star of David in the light. <laughs> there it is. All right. Take it right. easy. See you, buddy.